we're just in China one day and don't explain why. Just chalk it up to the Game of Thrones timeline and move on. We're gonna be doing the on the. Remember how in the last episode we were like. Kind of like, but there's no on-the-ground research for China. We're going to do the Vice article. Yeah, we're going to go China and like start asking people. And be like, so how much do you really care about the Rockets? <laughs> they won't be able to understand us, though. You need, like, somebody extra to be strangers. Also, um, did the pre-game for that Succession podcast not record? Or did you just not include it? Because didn't we talk for, like, 25 minutes like before the episode started? I think that just, like, didn't save. Wasn't there. Yeah. Like in the room. Maybe it was that weird thing at the top. No, I because I took all the clips that we had. Yeah. But I didn't look at my. I was doing it on my laptop because like theoretically it should be the same. I tried to do some uh, podcast podcast rape in an Uber yesterday. Really? <laughs> I was like in an Uber with like Connor, Meg, and Will. And, like we were just chatting up with the driver, so I tried to just like record it. Mm-hmm. And just, mm, like, I saw that. Yeah, it, it like didn't save right. Like because I tried to click on it today, like just like, yeah. No, I saw. Time. I was like 1018. Is that was that last week's date? <laughs> And then I was like, oh no, Jack must have just been doing some other shit. And I was like, alright, that's not the one I'm editing right now. Yeah, I didn't upload, right? I turned on the Wi-Fi before I even walked in here, so don't worry about that. Okay, that's good. I was not on Wi-Fi when I was doing that, because I was in a car. So that right. might be part of the reason I didn't upload. I also, like, pressed the button and just, like, shut the screen and, like, threw it in my pocket right away, because, like, I was, like, getting out of the car. I'm just, like, stand there. Oh, you gotta, door. like, show, like, the time ticking away. <laughs> <laughs> Anchor is very specific about that. So that's probably why it didn't work. Wait, can we, uh... There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, should we just continue the NBA talk? Because, like, so much more has happened since we talked about it last Sunday. Yeah. Um, well, really, only one thing happened, and it was just LeBron. <laughs> LeBron made his uh, statement on the subject, and there's a lot of good memes about it. That's what I'm going to say about that. A lot of good memes about it. It was like, if you listen to the whole quote, it was, like, a little taken out of context, in my opinion. Not like... The quote about Maury being uninformed, that, that was just, like, egregious. That was bad. But, like, the reason he said that was because, like, he was in China when he said it and, like, other NBA players were. I think that's what he meant by that. Like, he was saying that Maury didn't realize, like, what would happen after he said that. And, like, that's what he meant by uninformed. Not like he didn't know what was going on in Hong Kong. Oh. But LeBron, like, just word vomited and, like, shit his pants at the same time. So, like, that was, like, not clear at all. Like, you had to, like, read through the lines so much to get that. Oh, and I, then he made a clear... I did not read the full statement. I read the headline. Oh, well, you, you, that, <laughs> part of the reason we're doing this podcast is to get away from shitty stuff like that that you see everywhere. <coughs> you gotta watch the whole clips. I just I was here for the cartoons <coughs> calling LeBron a commie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I watched like that whole press conference or whatever, and then he had to like he tweeted some like clarification on it, and then he had to like talk again the next day about it. But then like when he talked about it the next day, he didn't bring that much clarity. But like. Dude, it's like the heart, like, what can LeBron, LeBron is making half a million this year, probably, I'm making that number up, from China, like, LeBron himself, like, just selling shoes and shit, he can't say anything, he just has to be like, again, why is he saying anything, it's hilarious that he has to say anything. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that last week, all, you want to like, get caught up on that. We like, LeBron is not, that. like, a diplomat with, like, um, trained like, public relations speaking <laughs> abilities. Yeah. Despite the fact that he's been doing public speaking since he was 18. So, so like I said, I'm, like, kind of giving the benefit of the doubt for, like, part of the quote. 
But like he really was just like standing with China, which was just like an absolute preposterous oh, like, totally. move. <laughs> like who talks to LeBron? Like who do you think told him that like dude like you're like you're being an idiot about this? Like nobody? He must have talked to Adam Silver. He must have talked to like Ron Paul, his agent, who is apparently all knowing and all powerful. Yeah, but like But other than that, I don't know, but like who would you even go to, like as an expert? I don't know, because, like, that's also, like, like the weird, trust, like... <laughs> whose opinion do you trust on that subject, like, if you're LeBron? Yeah, because it's, like, the weird, like, agent, like, with, uh, Ron, is the name Ron, Rich Paul or Ron Paul? Rich Paul. Rich Paul. Um, Did I say Ron Paul? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a uh, much different... <laughs> Ron Paul. Public figure. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, that's, like, also that weird, like, athlete-like agent relationship. Where, like, the athlete, like, thinks the agent's giving it to him straight, but, like, the agent's never, ever going to give yeah. it to him straight. Especially, like, LeBron, like, LeBron is Rich Paul's cash cow. But the other thing is, LeBron's Rolodex, LeBron can call anybody. He can call Obama. But, like, like who, what, are you, what should I do about this China thing? Like, yeah. but I don't, I seriously don't know who you call to get, maybe, maybe Obama. Yeah, do you think you talked to Obama? Obama? Do you think Obama called him and was like, dude, shut the fuck up? Dude, um, (laughs) really not trying to do this right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just say you fuck with China and whatever, like, Adam, like, we'll think about it like this. The NBA is never going to be anti-LeBron, so you might as well side with China to be safe. Um... He also had, like, a weird line about, like, more issues, like, face consequences for, like, what he did. Which is like the most preposterous that thing in the world. That sounds like it was copy pasted from the the Chinese party's like official government email. Yeah, <laughs> like and it's face like, punishment. That is such a Chinese thing to say. Like LeBron would never say face punishment. And like like LeBron, because like I I don't know like his probably because like more was like costing him money, so he was mad about that, so he said that. But like what was it two years ago? He called Trump a bum on Twitter and faced literally no consequences for that. Like, you, isn't yeah, that, like, which, the exact same thing as what Maury did? Like, like there's no, like, there's already a precedent set for, like, just not... Yeah, that's Like, true. writing quad or doing stuff that's like that. Really good and, like, point. LeBron was the precedent for that. Yeah, LeBron is actually the precedent. <laughs> yeah. Now. For, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for, like, speaking politically and, like, not getting, like, punished by the league for doing it. You know, it honestly felt like LeBron wasn't, like, mad at Maury for speaking. It was, like, he just, just... The headline made it seem like... Well, he just didn't read enough on the subject. That's like, what it, that, that's what the headline made it sound like, and that is like kind of what he said. But I think when he was, I think what he meant by that was like he didn't like consider the consequences. Consider the consequences. Oh wait, no, there were NBA say, players in China. No, yeah, didn't he say something like free speech? Everyone has free speech, but free speech has consequences, and you have to like be aware of that. Or was that a different person? Who uh, that was like the gist of. It. I don't know if those were the exact words, but yeah, yeah, I kind of said something. like that's that. That's a fair thing to say, but like. But then, the, everyone is like anyone who's ever thought about the consequences of free speech, <laughs> which is everyone over the age of ten, <laughs> knows that. Like, what you think? Maury didn't know, like think about that. Like, Maury's clearly a troll. Like that man knew exact. I mean, he, he might not have known the actual Chinese government was going to come after him, but he knew that would cause like an uproar. Yeah, maybe he's trying to get fired. I don't know why though. He just got rust. I would have fired the shit out of him if I were Adam Silver. But, like, the optics would have been, like, too bad on that. But, like, I bet he wanted to. He probably did want to. I know for sure that the Rockets owner wanted to. Yeah. Because that guy was really mad. He was like, are you... Why... What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that is my money. Okay, we should stop talking about that. Uh, I think we kind of beat that one to the ground. But that was a good discussion. Uh, do you want to do our Bulls NBA preview for the year? Now that we're talking about the NBA. 
as um, someone that picked up Thomas Sadaransky, the reported starting point guard <laughs> off the waiver wire today, yes, I would love to. Okay. <laughs> uh, like, what are your expectations for the Bulls going into the year? I'm not exaggerating. Not prediction, like, expectations. No, I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Like, I'm not just being a Bulls fan right now. I would be, if, okay, first of all, they're very injury prone. So, with injuries, I expect the seventh seed. Without injuries, like, these guys play very well. Like, they have a good collection of talent. Kobe White is not afraid of anything. Like, you know how rookies are like, oh, I gotta dip my toes in. Like, Kobe White is cannonballs. Like, ready to go. Like, he doesn't care about shit. He's like a 35% three-point shooter. He's jacking those up. Like, no hesitation. Like, great energy on that guy. And, like... Zach, I believe Zach Levine is, like, a smart, good player and is going to average, like, 27 points a game this year. And I think we just have enough offensive weapons to compete with anybody, and then it becomes a matter of can Wendell Carter stay uninjured to make sure the defense doesn't suck, along with Otto and whatever. But, like, I legit think our team is eight deep, and, like, none of the teams scare me except uh, the 76ers, and that's it. Yeah, so like in the Eastern Conference, I think like the only four teams that are like locks to make the playoffs are the Sixers, Bucks, Celtics, oh, and I have the Raptors included in there. The Raptors have to be included by default, but like, are you actually afraid of the Raptors without Kawhi? I'm not afraid of them. I'm talking like locks to make the playoffs. Oh yeah, like I think they are gonna locks to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to win enough games to make the playoffs. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think so. I I think my reasonable expectation is like six through eight seed. Okay. And I think I'd be pretty disappointed if they actually didn't get the 8 seed. Make a little noise. But, like... Second like, round noise. Like, I would go as far as to say, like, I would actually be disappointed if they didn't make the playoffs this year. Because then, like, what are oh, we... Oh, me too. Oh, I would be like, really mad. Then Unless it's like, it was, what like, are we doing? a like, swath yeah. of injuries. Um, which is actually, like, a huge concern for the Bulls. Um, yeah, they do literally, like, have a collection of, like, frail people. And that's actually what Boylan said in, like, his preseason presser. He said that, like, like Levine and Markkinen, they've done it for, like, month-long stretches, but they need to prove they can do it for 82, which, like, I completely agree with. Completely agree. Why is Boylan the best coach we've ever had? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about we that We thought that guy was a joke. So, injuries. Uh, last year, Levine played 63 games. Um, it felt like he played the whole season, though, like, in my head. But 63 is, like, he missed 20 games. Yeah, you're right. He missed 19 games. Um, Laurie played 68 last year and 50... Or, no, he played he played 52 last year and 68 the year before. Yeah, Laurie missed a lot of time. Um, Laurie, like, broke his elbow in preseason. That was kind of, like, a freak one. Uh-huh. But, like, he didn't have too much nagging stuff after that, right? He just missed How'd... a ton of games in the beginning. How do you break your fucking elbow? He, like... He, like but, no, yeah, like other than the elbow yeah. thing, he didn't really, like, have problems. Um, Wendell Carter, Carter only played him. 44 games, and then he also had surgery in the offseason. He had, like, two surgeries. Which means, like, he didn't work on his game at all, so he's going to be the exact same player, and, like, hopefully he stays healthy. Um, Porter played 56 last year, which surprised me. So he was he's missing a, little, a lot uh, of games. Yeah, he's a little iffy, too. Uh, he did play 77 the year before, which is a lot. Um, so hopefully that was just, like, a weird year for him and not um, bigger things to come. Um, yeah, what do you think of Boylan? <laughs> I mean, I've hated, I have, he, he's like, I associate him with the Garpax dynasty, <laughs> and like, if I flipped, if I changed my tune on Garpax, 
Well, first of all, I, I changed my tune on Boylan pretty quick because the Bulls, like, lost a game and he made them, like, run sprints the entire next day. I love that. And I was just like, okay, never mind. You're actually a good coach. And, like, Levine called, like, the Players Association on him. Yeah, the Bulls had, like, a... Dude, the Bulls had literally, like, had a little team meeting and tried to stage a coup, and then they, like, got over it and started playing really, really well, and, like, no one ever had a problem with Boylan for the rest of the season. Yeah. It was, like, it was he like, somehow handled that. I don't know what happened, but, like, he handled that. It was, like, Levine and, like, Jabari, like, trying to, like, stage a coup. <laughs> like, Jabari's, like, fat ass, like, didn't want to do the sprints. Jabari! <laughs> oh, my God. What was going on last year? And then, like, Levine's, like, about the lifestyle. I don't, I mean, I flip back and forth on Levine a lot. But, yeah, then Boylan made them, like, run in practice. And, like, the whole, like, everyone was clowning on the Bulls for that, like, whole situation. But, like, in my head, like, like nationally, like, all the national, like, basketball writers, they're all like, oh, what's going with the Bulls? Like, a bunch of idiots over there. Like, in my head, it was like, I kind of like that Boylan, like, made them, like, run yeah, sprints no. after losing by 56 to the Celtics on, like, a Monday night, like... Yeah, and then, like, I think he had a comment... He was like, you guys are out of shape, so, like, that's why yeah, you're running. no, and then he was... <laughs> I think he had a separate comment, like, we didn't get blown out, but, like, he's like, we're not, like, we're tired at the end of the game, like, we have to get in better shape, so we play well at the end of the game. Yeah. And like, I was like, wow. Line up. Best <laughs> coach ever. <laughs> And then his offense last year was kind of weird. It was like, it, like it came like a look a lot like the Spurs, where like they try to get around like the elbows and like try to work their way into the mid range, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of like blah. Because I also have I took some notes here. So last year they're twenty seventh in three points attempts, three point attempts, but seventeenth in percentage. So they were kind of like working the mid range, like not shooting a lot of threes compared to the rest of the league. Like they're shooting them pretty well when they were. Uh, we hired two assistant coaches, one from the Rockets and one from the Nets. And in the mm, preseason... I didn't know that. So we were shooting, like, 20-something threes a game last year. This preseason, we were shooting, like, over 40. Jesus. That's, like, a big... Which is, like... It's, like, it was like it's like a couple behind what the Rockets were shooting last year for threes. Uh-huh. So, like, we'll see if that translates directly to the regular season. But it looks like we're going to be bombing, like, way more from outside this year. Well, I will say... I mean, you can't totally... Watching our second unit... This is funny. Watching our second unit in the preseason was getting me really excited because the line Luke Cornett is our center, and that guy is forty one percent knocked down, seven feet tall. Is he that rookie or that guy we signed? The guy we signed. He's the like our third. Here, yeah. He's like our third center, mm-hmm. but he's like an asset out on the three point line, and he actually can like rebound too. He's like big as hell. I saw some like videos of him like shooting like transition threes. <laughs> like, yeah, like, no. and sick. then Kobe White were like running shit with the second unit, and I was like, oh, all right. It was like him. Thad Young, our second unit's going to be great. So hopefully, since we have better bench players now, it'll maybe make the lives of our starters easier, and maybe they'll be less likely to get injured because they'll be less tired and have less strain on their bodies. So Thad Young's definitely coming off the bench then? It's going to be Laura and Wendell? Yeah. Do you think he'll be starting at any point this year, or do you think he'll stay on the bench? He'll be starting when Warrior Wendell gets injured. Yeah, which is like, like second week of the season. Well, like, no, like think about think about it. Like Thad Young, a has been starting his whole fucking life or his whole career. B is like thirty two. He's probably fine taking that twenty eight between the two positions and just being like, I got the jump hook for twelve points every night, guys. Like I'm yeah. gonna steal and I'll get twelve points. And I won't fuck up, and you guys are going to love me. And, like, I'm way too smart for second units. Like, I'm going to, like, wreak havoc for those, like, five minutes at the beginning of the second quarter, and we're just going to be winning. Yeah, it's like the front office spin. It's like you're still, you're going to get the same amount of minutes, you're just not going to be starting, like, type of thing. Yeah, but I'm sure he, like, doesn't even want to start. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Well, yeah, he's, he's signed with the team, so he's yeah. obviously on board with whatever they're pitching him. Um, he's he's going to be really good for us. Uh, yes, Sadoransky, he's good. Starter. Um, I was reading some stuff from like Wizards fans who were talking about him, because they know a lot more about him than us. They love him. They, they love him, but they also say he's like also 5% completely clueless. <laughs> Really? So, like, we'll I, see. I see that. I know what they're saying. So, like, I'm, I'm interested to watch him a lot just to kind of see what he's like. I like that he doesn't need shots at all. And, like, yeah. he's, he's only going to take them if he's, like, wide open, which is really good playing with Levine because Levine's kind of ball hog. Levine will shoot anything, which yeah. is kind of, like, I like it, but I, I get the criticism, too. Like, he will shoot contested, but he really just has a lot of confidence in that jumper. Like, kind of like Kobe. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a Kobe interview one time, and Kobe was just like, if I practice the shot a thousand times, it doesn't matter. Not a thousand, probably like a hundred thousand. It doesn't matter if there's a defender in front of me. I just have to get the shot off, and like my muscle memory does the rest. And I was like, all right, cool. And then like Zach Levine was like pulling up contested from the corner three, and I was like, muscle memory, that's fine with me. <laughs> that's fine with me. Yeah, I really like like when you have a player like Levine just having that like point guard who just like do, like just doesn't shoot really, he just kind of like spots up and like distributes. I think those guys are like yeah. weirdly like hard to find for like how valuable they can be. Cause it's you know why that's a really hard skill set to develop because you can't do that by yourself. Well, it's also hard to like make the NBA like that because like you don't get noticed as much like through yeah. like the lower levels of basketball. Like you you get like you stand out because you're scoring typically. Well, so I think that kind of like weeds out like a lot of those guys. Did Sadoransky is a Euro, right? I he sounds good. He's Thomas without an H. Tomas. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's a, the the Tomas Sadoransky. That's like so hard to do because like it's like you start saying the name and then like you want to bail on it like halfway through like it's like out of your mouth. Uh huh. So like it just yeah, like yeah, comes yeah. out even worse. Like it's like Tomas. <laughs> Tomas is just doesn't feel right. And then we at actually all. have two of those guys. We also have Lowry. It's like Lowry. Like yeah, Lowry. Whenever you try to say Lowry, like you always just bail halfway through, and it's just like it comes like a weird like. Dude, like, when we play, <laughs> when the Bulls are playing the Raptors, Neil Funk is like always ruining my life because of the way he says Lowry and Lowry when we're playing Lowry, and I'm just like, I want to kill you. Like, I hope you die. Another thing, just a quick Luke Cornette tidbit, uh, Stacy gets so excited when Luke Cornette hits a three. <laughs> it really does anything. Like, Luke Cornette is already Stacy's favorite player and therefore is all of our favorite player. Does he like, I, haven't, I didn't actually watch any of the preseason. I just like watched highlights. Um, I only watched the highlights. I didn't fucking watch the broadcast. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, how much does he like Kobe already? Or does he like... He likes Kobe a lot. He likes Kobe's uh, just unconsciousness basically he's always gonna like like he's not gonna have a lot of um uh complaints about kobe because kobe's giving it 100 percent all the time and it's just like yeah. flying around it's just like really hard like even if he like misses a layup it's like well you tried really hard to do that <laughs> and like we almost got an offensive rebound off that so it's like all good still going right yeah we're good okay. <laughs> um i'm gonna say it this is going to make me sound like an old man and just kind of a dick. I don't like his hair. Oh, my God. I hate his hair. <laughs> I just, I want him to shave it. I just want him to cut it. Just, just, I don't know. I don't like looking at it. I. Does that make me a bad person? Like, probably. But Probably, but <laughs> I, I, I just don't think about his hair. I'm like, that's his head. Like, it's, it's too distracting. Like, when I'm trying hair... to watch a basketball game, I'm just staring at a guy's, like, hair the entire time. Well, <laughs> don't you like, didn't, haven't you ever seen, like, Dr. J with the afro? Like. 
Would you have told Dr. J to shave his head in the 70s? No, because he's an absolute NBA legend. And people okay, actually. Kobe White might also be an absolute NBA legend. You don't know yet. But people actually had Afros in the 70s, too. That wasn't, like, abnormal. Also a good point. Like, white and black people. <laughs> Does Kobe ever go, like, ponytail Kobe? I, I would even like that better than what we have you going might. on. You know what? We're going to see a lot of Kobe White hairstyles. Like, it's a nine-month season. Like, there's <laughs> no way that guy just keeps his hair the same. If you got hair like that, you do not just keep it the same every day. Like, he's going to have something going on. There will be... Also, it's really good for, like, fan, fan promotional stuff. Like, come get your free Kobe White whatever. Like, not bobblehead, but, like, a wig. It's Kobe White wig day. That yeah, might get okay, racist. let's stop talking about his hair. That could get racist real quick. Okay, right? I think this is probably the most contentious Bulls discussion right now. Um, do you think Levine's, like, a good NBA player? Like, he's obviously a good NBA player. Like, how far do you think Levine... Like, what do you okay. think, like, Levine's this, ceiling is, like, an NBA player? This is the real question. When we're, when we're like, what do we think... How do we think the Bulls are going to do this year? Mm -hmm. Basically, the real question... The answer to that question is, how good do you think Zach Levine is? Because... He is the focal point of our offense. He's the most dynamic player on our offense. And we only go as far as him. And, like, the question is, like, is this guy going to be able to get a bucket in the second round against a really tough defense in the fifth game after they've been planning, game like, game planning against him this entire time? Mm -hmm. I think yes. Because he seems to have a... He seems like he reached a point... This actually happened last year where... When you're dribbling or anything, triple, th whatever, before you like make your final decision of shot, shooter, pass, you're wait like there's a difference between like deciding what you're gonna do and then going to do it and hoping you get past the defense versus doing stuff and then seeing how the defense reacts to you mm. and then doing the opposite of how they, whatever the fuck, like just. Getting in that weird in-between zone where, like, the, the indecision is, like, your offensive advantage against the defense, and they don't know what you're going to do, and then you snap on it. I think he somehow gains that last year, and I believe in his ability to do that against any defense. And I also believe in our team's ability around him to, like, provide enough space and support where he can, you know, kick it to Lori, kick it to Otto, have room to operate. They get yeah. a key on him. <clears throat> that was really interesting. Um, yeah, I think he definitely has like a little bit more to prove in that arena since we just haven't made the playoffs, so like we need to see it. Um, yeah. But that's fine. That's, I'm not holding that against him. I think that my biggest problem with him is that he just like completely stops the ball on offense. And like when he's not involved in like the shot going up, he's not contributing in any way whatsoever. And I think that's just like a huge problem with his game. He doesn't, you're he, right. He doesn't, he doesn't cut, get he doesn't a lot pass. of like, there's not a lot of like, Levine thundering down the lane randomly gets a pass and dunks it. Yeah, like a wide open... He'll never get, like, Felicio, like, a wide open dunk on, like, a drive. Like, yeah. ever. And I think that's yeah. really, really concerning, and, like, that makes me... Like, and that's I think also, it makes him, like, kind of hard to watch. Sometimes. That's also not something that comes... Like, I was watching... I don't think you could learn that. I think that's an eight. I think you're right, because I was watching um, Atlanta Hawks preseason highlights. <laughs> I really like basketball, okay? Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, and DeAndre Hunter, the rookie from Virginia, was doing a little pick and roll. Like, a small forward who was not reported, who was not scouted to be, like, a dribbler or a ball handler. That man was doing a little, like, two plays in a row, did some pick and roll. This is actually against the Bulls. 
doing so, so it was just in the same video, I guess. Um, doing a little pick and roll shit and did some weird move, like kind of what I was talking about, like in between yo-yo thing. And then did a weird move and then just like, no look, left hand passed it to Alex Len for a wide open dunk. And I was like, you're getting Alex Len wide open dunks as a rookie that isn't even expected to be a ball handler. Like, you're going to be so good. Yeah. And like, I've never, you're right. I've literally never seen Levine get someone like a layup. Yeah, and that's my concern with Levine too. Cause like, like I, he, I'm past the point of doubting that he could get like 27 a game. Like that's fine, but I think he could be getting 27 a game, and our offense still sucks. And like, he'd be part of the reason why our offense like doesn't work. I see what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. I I'm hoping that he'll be able to do that without hindering. Without hindering isn't even enough. He has to be enhancing the other four people on the floor. But I think he would like is aware of this. And we'll see how it goes. I hope he's aware of it. I'm not, I don't. I'm not convinced that he is yet. That um, also comes down to coaching too with Boylan. Like he yeah. should. Like if if he is gonna like just like we just described, like not really like make anybody else on the floor better. Boylan has to have like a quick hook with him, like in his rotations. Where like yeah, maybe he gets eight ten points in the first quarter, but he's, he's coming out you know after eight minutes no matter what. So like we could actually get the guys who could like move the ball and get everybody else more involved and keep everybody happy, not just him. Yeah, and last year we didn't really have another person that could like be the focal point, like do anything. On do offense. anything. <laughs> but now we have Kobe. I mean, Kobe White's not proven or anything, but he at least is like, all right, just kind of make everyone move and see what happens. And then Lori's open all this. Like, yeah. So now we have an option. We have a replacement. And like Porter's competent. We don't talk about Porter nearly enough. He's like he's oh. like competent with the ball and like he can, Otto like, can do a little pick and roll stuff too and like yeah. we do forget about that because he didn't come out of the team until whatever month. I like how we already take him for March. granted. He's been play like twenty five games for us and it's like <laughs> the guys you take for granted are so important. <laughs> yeah. Especially Porter. Like Porter was Porter, I was like, so impressed with him last year. No, dude. That, so I feel like somehow Zach is learning from Otto how to like be a good team player. Like, this is all just made up by me. Like, <laughs> this like. is 100% conjecture. But, um, I, that's, that's what I, I feel like Zach got better when Otto came. Yeah. So I think that, okay, so just kind of wrap this up. I think, or not wrap it up, but just, yeah, we should probably get off the bulls. Um, yeah, I think what I'm going to be most interested in watching this year is, like, when Levine gets his 27, like, is that going to be helping the bulls or are we just kind of spinning our wheels with it? I think that's what I'm be most interested in. I think we're going to find out. Actually, that might even take all season to actually find out for sure. Um, but I'm going to be really interesting to see if Three his, months. Yeah, I'm going to be really interested to see if his, like, 27 game comes within the flow of the game. Or if it's just his, him getting his and then... I think our it'll be a whole team effort. I think we're going to shoot high percentages from everywhere on the floor this year. And our, our bench unit is going to, like, play a big part in making it easier on... The starters, like we're just gonna have leads. Yeah, that like, and rap. injuries. It's gonna be injuries too. Like, oh yeah, I. That's the thing I hate. I can't most picture about. this team staying healthy. That's and, the like thing I hate at most all about sports. Yeah, um, especially Levine. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all right, cool. So what's bothering you this week? <laughs> you gonna jump right into it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll start with one. I know you have some lined up, so I'm gonna be quick on this one. Okay, so we're in the G unit here. This is podcast g unit radio we're in the g unit we're today. at home we're at home base yes um so my upstairs neighbors they moved from the floor right above then. me to the top floor so there's no one on the neck of the floor above yeah you. i don't know why i like saw them on the street and talked to them they told me that and they're like yeah there's like more space up there 
And I was just like, that can't possibly be true. Like, the building doesn't get bigger as you go up. Like, you get windows. Yeah, whatever. They just wanted to go up. Higher the they probably have higher ceilings. Higher ceilings, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. So, they're moving from the second floor to the third floor. Yeah. So, the second floor is currently vacant. Mm-hmm. And on the second floor, there's a smoke detector that needs a new battery. And has been up there <gasps> chirping for five straight days. <laughs> and there's nobody there to fucking change the battery. And, like, it's not like... They might still have the key. Low it's key. not like egregious, but like it's like muffled because it's obviously going through my ceiling first. Uh-huh. But like when you're sitting in this room that we're sitting in now, if we weren't talking, you'd just be able to hear it just beep. <laughs> like every like 40 seconds or so. Just Theoretically, beep. would they hear that too or would it be more difficult? They have to hear it. it. And I'm hoping that they just solve the problem uh-huh. and like text the landlord and like... How many more days are you going to give it before you get involved? I don't know because like what am I going to... Like if I text the landlord, I I'm going like, to make move... him come all the way over here to like change the battery... But, like, what else can we really do? Unless he, like, has a secret key, I, I can just, like, let myself in and do it myself. Unless they have a key still. They might. They would have done it by they now, They would have done think. it by now, right. Because I saw them walking around, like, outside today. Because they were gone for, like, a week. I don't know if they were just, like, staying in a hotel or, like, where they were. Um, but they were gone for, like, a little while. But then I saw them today, like, walking with their kids or whatever. But anyway, that... Really freaking annoying when you're just trying to sit here and read a book and it's just chirping at you. That's like, or like working from home. Of what's bothering me. <laughs> like, that's like the best example we've had so far. Okay, what's bothering you this week? I'll do a small one first. Um, I need to write this one down. That's how much it's bothering me. It is just right in the front of my cortex at all times. So. <clears throat> I drive a lot of places in the city because of the food truck, and a major part of driving the, the major part of the food truck life is parking your cars that are parked to save your spot, and like finding parking. It's whatever. I'm walking around a lot, all over the place. Walking around or driving around? After I park the car, I'm walking around. I'm walking back. You know. Oh, I got you. The thing I might, the people in the world I might hate the most, are the people where. There are no cars. You are on the least busy street. You are trying to cross the least busy street on earth. Like a one way that no one ever turns on to with no light. And you have a stop walk sign, whatever that's called, the hand. And 20 people around you are crossing the street because there's no cars there. But you still stand on the corner and wait for the walk signal. Does that really bother you that much? What the fuck are you doing? What point are you trying to prove to me? <laughs> Is this like, like, in my head, if you're just standing there while like 15 other people are en masse crossing the street despite there not being a walk symbol, and there's no cars coming for like 20 miles, you are directly, you're being hostile to all the people around you. If you're standing on the corner like, Guys, it doesn't say walk. You have to follow the rules. So you just take this, like, personally when people... Extremely personally. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? Are you serious? Because there, this is my point. There's no danger. You can't make the I'm scared argument. You are only making a follow the rules statement with your body. I like, can't believe this shit. Like, this happens, like, once every month. And I'm just like, wow. You're, wow. 
I want to like applaud them. I want to like turn around and just like, you know what? I one day I might be as cool, as virtuous as you are. You're gonna like confront the guy who's like, I feel like he's not being confrontational at all, and you're gonna confront like the very non-confrontational guy. It's the like, most there. confrontational action I can think of. Um, when there's that many people, see, oh, to to be fair, I'm not talking about being in the loop. Like, if you're doing that in the loop, I get it, because that shit can get crazy. I'm talking, like, you're in Chicago, but you're just, like, somewhere. You're not, like, in a really high-traffic density area. <laughs> it's like a neighborhood? <laughs> not yeah. like a neighborhood. No, okay, this was by the time, the, the thing that inspired this rant was at, by 600 West Chicago on, like, a random street. Like, Chicago and I couldn't tell you. I, that's my point. We were crossing the one that I couldn't tell you. There was no cars. There was no cars from Chicago. No, there was no cars from Chicago turning onto the street. There's just nothing on this street. It's almost like a purely residential street. There's a Starbucks there. I was going to the Starbucks. I, I feel like this happened to me before, where like I'll be like waiting and I'll like be kind of spacing out, and not paying attention. And then, like, somebody will, like, walk by me to cross the street, because, like, which I would have done if I were paying attention, even though the light was red. And then I have to, like, commit to the bit at that point, because I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't just, like, follow this guy across the street now, so just, like, stand there and keep waiting. Oh, Does that ever happen to you? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, how do you tell the difference with, like, your... You, you, can't, tell it, you can't tell the difference. <laughs> no, okay. Because, like, the worst thing you want, you don't want to just follow the guy across the street, like, a no, little, no, like, you tell the difference. <laughs> If you see them, like, looking, like, turning their head, like... Oh, it's still not going? <laughs> no, like, like they're watching everybody, like, oh, they went, too. Wow, they... Wow. And then you just, like, kind of cross your arms, and they're like, well, it doesn't say walk. Okay, I've got another apartment loaded. What's bothering you? Okay. Uh, next door neighbors, they had, like, a bunch of work done on their building. I think they were, like, working on the roof. I don't know. They had, like, big ladders going, and they were doing something with, like, the brick and the roof, and... Okay. Making a shitload of noise while I've been working from home. Um, but whatever, not a big deal. Just shut the windows. But anyway, when they were done, whatever they're doing, they were, like, chiseling away, like, bricks in the building. And, like, all these, like, rocks were falling off the side of the building. And they were all just, like, they all fell down in, like, a little gangway between the two apartments. Oh, they didn't have and, like, a tarp there or anything? No, they didn't have a tarp or anything. And then, they, like, when they were cleaning up when they were done, which was, like, a, like, a two-week process, they, like, swept, like, only, like, the side of the sidewalk that, like, belonged to the property they were working on. Oh, my and God. And not my stuff. There's just rocks everywhere. Like, what rocks and, like, fuck? gravel. Just, like, piles of it. It's, like, it was, like, a... Like, like honestly, it's, like, a rock slide, like, in, like, the mountains. It's just, like, on my back steps over there. And now I'm, like, does... Yeah, I'm, like, does this, like, fall on me? Do I have to, like, clean this up? Like, because I don't... Like, I live in a part... I don't have, like, a garage. I don't have, like, a giant broom and dustpan and, like, have, like, the means to, like, take care of something like that. A lot of rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's like just fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's like I guess, like, yeah, I guess I have to figure this out. Like, come on, guys. Like, wow, dude, like, like, come on. Oh man, that that. Oh, just you're not as a human. You're not supposed to do like. Yeah, technically, you only did that property. And like, I don't even have like the means to do. I have to like get like a bag and like pick them up by hand. And just like, like take the bag of rocks that. and like walk it, like dump it somewhere else. <laughs> this is even more. It's like if you make a mess, you clean it up. <laughs> Yeah. This Period. Is all, this like, is, what the fuck? Okay, I'd like to reiterate to our listeners, the What's Bothering You segment, it can't be anything like major. It has to be something kind of small and petty and just like yeah, annoying. Yeah, but that we make major because I don't know what we're Yeah, saying. just in our heads. Yeah. So I guess we should have explained. We haven't done this in a while. But yeah, it can't be like, <laughs> oh, like I don't like my job. Like, oh, I got to no, like, change a new life direction. It has to be just like, like no, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. small and stupid. It just like throws you off. 
I've got some more. Do you want me to keep going? Keep going, keep going. Because this, um, I, I don't even think this is what's bothering. This is just a segment now. <laughs> like, I was writing it out. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've got, like, one or two more. Uh, do, you, do you have the ability to bleep out names? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so this, this was bothering me. I was on Facebook and posted a link to Real Friends by Kanye West. Just like with the, with, on October, whatever, 2019. This, this is like two days ago with the caption, how am I just hearing this? It like ruined my whole day. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't stop thinking about it. I was just like, this is really dumb. Now I can't stop thinking about it. I, look, I haven't been, I actually did get back on, I basically am only on Facebook Messenger because I have to talk to Unwan about Terrace House. <laughs> how do you just randomly hear real friends in 2019, like without seeking it out? Like, where would they even be playing that? Like, a clothing store? That was like, the only thing I could think of that would, like, maybe have that on. Alright, I'm gonna do some fan fiction here. Like, Foot Locker? That's what I was thinking. Like, do you think they'd be on in Foot Locker? No. I think... It's like, a the type to, like, listen to Joe Rogan two or three times a week and, like, just be like, I'm into, like, people's thoughts. Like... People with open minds, like, I, I'm, I like that, because that's, like, an intellectual stance you take if you're just, like, kind of dumb, and, like, <laughs> it's, like, a nice little backdoor of, like, no, I did think about it, like, <laughs> fuck you, um, I'm not explaining that right, but hopefully, I, I hopefully the saying. vibe is being translated anyway. Yeah, I think it's more like he's probably, like, he's like, probably on the internet somewhere and randomly got reminded that Kanye existed. Yeah. And, and then, like, started reading about how Kanye likes Trump, and he's like, oh, what a free thinker. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, started listening to his music. And then was like, I actually haven't listened to Kanye in a while. And he's just like, again, how am I now just now hearing this? That doesn't mean that he went and listened to the album. It means he went on YouTube and he just Googled, or searched Kanye and, like, went through the song. Well, honestly, how... I still think he, I still think you heard it in, like, a store or can something. Can you pull up YouTube and see how far... If you just type in Kanye West, like, see if... Real Friends is even on the first page. I don't think it would be. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to check that. But well, yeah. Okay. I don't wanna, so, I try not to fuck around with my work computer But why would they be playing... Oh, it's your work. Yeah. Why would they be playing Real Friends anywhere in public ever? <laughs> that's, like, what I was wondering. that's what I was thinking. I think it had like... The only thing I could think of would be like like in a mall or something like that. Or, like a store like in a mall. Because like, they're always like two or three years behind in all the music anyway. That like maybe it would just be like... I would guess at work, but A, I don't for sure know where he works. B, um, the my guess of where he works is like a car sales place, dealership. Yeah, it does. Where like, it's not like you're in a kitchen and you can choose what music you listen to. Like, I was going to guess like maybe one of his co-workers put on the song. And he was in like, a car dealership though? I don't exactly, but yeah, the, the car dealership kind of disqualifies that option. Yeah, Real Friends, I just looked up Kanye West on YouTube on my phone. Like, Real Friends is nowhere to be seen. Nowhere <laughs> at all. Okay, and then the last what's bothering you this week I have, uh, this is kind of a bigger picture thing than, like, something that's bothering me. Um, it's the Chicago Bears media's uh, attitude towards the team in general, where it's like, there's just too many media outlets in Chicago, like, trying to cover the same beat and all the same stories. And, like, everybody knows that, like, the more negative you are, like, the more attention you get. Yeah, and it's just like this pervasive, like it's like it's almost like they take like a per perverse like pleasure in the team not succeeding, and then like when they do, they're just like, oh, like yeah, that's like what they're supposed to do, and then like when one tiny thing goes wrong, they just like hammer it to death, and like you can you can almost tell like they find like glee in doing it, 
It is really annoying. It's not beneficial. Like, we're going into this game this weekend. We're playing the Saints, who are 4-1, and one, and we're 3-2. and two. And, like, the way that people talk about the Bears, you think they're 0-5 right now. And it's like... I honestly, when I saw the Bears' record, I was shocked. Based on what you're hearing, right? Because I thought they were, like, one... I thought they had one or two wins. Yeah, they're 3-2 and two right I now. I don't even hear anything about them. <laughs> Still, the vibe is just, like... Since the first game, it's because of the uh, first game and then the Broncos game, people were like very put off by that. But yeah, they stunk in those games. I mean, they but still I think won you're scratching, them. you're scratching something like far deeper and like more important, and is like the reason we were like tortured youths, like the reason the Cubs were always so stressed out <laughs> trying to win. Yeah, it's the same thing, and it's like honestly, it's not even like Chicago is a weirdly it manifests in Chicago primarily in the sports arenas because like i guess that's just what's more what's most important to us yeah and like just going back to the bears like they went one and one with the backup quarterback i feel like any team should be like proud of that not like pissed off you should be really happy if you get any win with your backup yeah like, so the backup went, quarterbacks are so bad yeah so they went one and one with their backup like they're playing the saints who are four and one we're three and two like the attitude going into this game should be like if we could beat the saints like this could matter for like playoff seating down the road not like, oh my god, the sky is falling, we suck. Like, if we lose this game, we're the worst team in the league. Like, that should not be, like, what, like, the mindset is going into this game. And they act, they act like there's not going to be more games after this game. <laughs> if they lose this game, well, you got to quit for the rest of the season. But it's not even like they're trying to make, like, some, like, big picture point on, like, the, like down the road. It's, it's just, just, like, just they're literally just, like, they're, like, they're, like, happy that, like, they, like, they're, like, things are going wrong so they can, like, talk about, like, they, like, love pointing it out, and, like, they want to be, like, the loudest person to say it. Okay, but you're also talking, like, you can literally copy-paste that and, like, say that's about, like, MSNBC. How so? Is that what they- I don't watch you MSNBC. Get- okay, well, I mean, I'm not, I don't really watch MSNBC either, but, um, all I'm saying is the Democratic Party news outlet gets more ratings when, like, an asshole dipshit like Trump Republican is in office. Because then they get, for some reason, people like watching, like, people ranting about negative stuff on TV more than, like, non-negative. Like, negativity, like, motivates people more. I don't want to draw that comparison, though, because, like, if the Bears are good, you could still talk about the Bears being good, and I think you still get the same amount of attention. So I don't want to, like, draw that comparison between, like, sports and, like, when, like, the other... No, it's just reporting in general. Like, yeah. whether they were, rep- like, people are reporting about sports or something else. Yeah, I think there's, like... I, I there's just, a like, weird, yeah. like, oh, like, New York Times. Like, I was just saying, like, there's an incentive to, like... Keep it a little try, try to get, like, nasty and, like, negative with it. Um, to try to attract attention. I, I see what you're saying. That's but why I, the, I, I don't want to like draw that direct comparison. That's, that's why ATN had more money than the Pierce conglomerate <laughs> in succession. Nice. That's it. Did you have uh, you said just some more topics written down? No, not topics. Just or one topic. Actually, oh, oh no. Here, let's do this shorter one first. Wait. Okay. So, did you happen to see anything yesterday or the day before about like the shootouts happening in Mexico in no. Sinaloa? So you don't know anything about that? No, it's going on. Okay, cool. Shootouts? Okay, so in Mexico, there's drug cartel... No, it's not, I'm not that going to do that. Um, <laughs> in the... Um, so El Chapo's in jail right now, and El Chapo's son is running the cartel in the... Re- there's a region called Sinaloa in Mexico, and it's like... 
A, the best place to grow poppy seeds. B, has just been a powerhouse in the cartel structure conglomerate in Mexico for a long time. And that's like where El Chapo's from. Mm -hmm. So El Chapo's son has been running the Sinaloa cartel in his absence. And the Mexican government went and captured Salih, which is very hard. Like, they captured El Chapo's son. Did they really? Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> it's, like, really hard. Yeah. Like, they just, <laughs> that sounds that's, like, like, the equivalent of, like, catching, like, Bin Laden. It's like, like the, I was going to say, it's like the CIA. There's enough... Laden, like, same, like, resources and, like... It's so hard to triangulate these guys because they're, like, plugged in. They get tipped off. Like, they have vehicles. Mexico has a lot of terrain. It's a big place. There's a lot of places to drive to. They got a lot of outhouses, safe houses, whatever. And a lot of guns. They got a lot of protection. They got... They're very careful. So, that's crazy in and of itself. So the Sinaloa cartel hears that El Chapo's son got ca- their leader got captured, and they're like, "Fuck this!" And they literally like went and had a standoff with the Mexican government, and the Mexican government gave him back because oh, like the in, car- the, did they, did they, in the streets, like in the like capital of Sinaloa, like Culiacan, they're just like fifty cows and rocket launchers in the streets, and like dude, we're literally like. Taking, because the, um, what do they call them? The Sicarios. Just people, dudes who are in the drug game, are literally driving around filming, like, the, like, in a car, like, imagine if me and you were riding in your car, like, your car that you had, but I was in the passenger seat with, like, a rocket launcher, <laughs> and just was, like, took, like, a nine-second video, like, with, like, trap music playing in the background. Also, side note, Mexican trap music is doesn't sound like our trap music, but it's still like the same idea. <laughs> it sounds like very fast. It's really funny what it sounds like. It's like not what you would expect at all. But they like listen to it a lot. Um, so they're literally dudes with like in the prone position with fifty caliber machine guns and like guys like driving around. Like there's just war. There's like all out war. So happening. like, so did they actually shoot at the police or did they like point their guns at each other and no. then, like they just gave them back? gunfight killed people oh shit until the police were like for public safety we have to give it back <laughs> like we don't have the guns for this like they have better artillery than we do well, like, there's like civilians and shit that they were like consider? they were yeah. like at this point all we could do to trump this is to like drop a bomb from an airplane but there's like people here <laughs> like because the civilians are like some of the civilians are like family of the people in the cartel like it's just an interrelated mesh at this point. Yeah. So the Mexican government gave back, gave him back. That's fascinating. I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah. No, it is absolutely insane. Um, and El Ch- like El Chapo is like a figure, like a martyr figure. Like people like have like little shrines and say prayers to El Chapo. Like, what good did he do them? The people in Sinaloa. It's not everybody, but, like, the people in Sinaloa, like, he's from Sinaloa. They're, like, he's, like, one of our children. Is he, like, a philanthropist, too, on the side, or no? Well, the thing about the, um, the really, really loaded cartels in Mexico is that they basically have more money and power than the government itself. So, like, oftentimes they are the ones, like, building schools and hospitals like yeah, in, that's their, in, in their community where they're from they're yeah. like oh here like i got it <laughs> like, 
So then people there who are A, they grew up with, B, are benefiting from that, are don't, like, hate him. Like, they're going to be like, okay, like, this guy's really nice to us. I don't think people realize how much money the cartels have. That's, um, yeah, like, no, people would know. <laughs> like, look into it. Billions and billions of dollars. And they're, like, dollars because we're the primary buyers and we, like, pay in American cash. <laughs> yeah, so literally dollar bills. Yeah. So the money literally just, like, has, like, to come back. Like, it's insane. Yeah, but I read, uh, I read, like, a trilogy of books about this. And, like, this isn't, like, new at all, but it is, like, it was newsworthy because there's usually not videos. Well, this was also, like, a special case. Like, this is literally, like, El Chapo's son got captured. So that alone is big news. But the other thing that was making it viral here was the video. There's usually not, like, video of the shootouts. Like, yeah. just, it's insane. There's so many videos on Twitter that are just, like, absolute war. Like, it's Call of Duty in real life, basically. <laughs> it was shocking to watch. But, like, it's not new. It, that's just been kind of happening in Mexico for a really long time. Okay. Very, very long time, and we're still doing it. We started subsidizing solar energy power. The government started subsidizing solar energy powers, like, back in the 70s. Yeah. And he said, like, we're, like, either in or we're about to enter phase two, which is where it's competitive with uh, coal just on its own, like, merits without any subsidy. And we're, like, we're, like, right on that cusp. And he said phase three will be, like, once it's cheaper to, re like, to replace your existing infrastructure and, like, put in the solar than it would be to continue using coal. And he said that's, like coming up like very soon and there are I, there are already companies doing it I, I which, is, see, which is like that's like how you know like he's actually making it up like he like cited a specific example where they're like they're actually ripping out all their coal stuff and just change like switching it over to solar like right now because like they did their cost analysis and it'll be like cheaper like in the long run but it's not like a 30 year long run it's like a way way shorter long run than that five ten yeah and then it'll just become irrational not to do it and then like everybody's just gonna do it I didn't even realize that coal was still... I mean, I knew coal was still being used, but, like, I didn't realize how prominent it still was. Well, I mean, you know, like, natural gas, like, you know, and that's, like... That's, like, that's like, every factory uses that to some extent. Don't, like, our houses use it to some extent? Just, like, I guess I don't know how electricity is generated initially. I just know it gets on the line and gets pumped to us. Yeah. But, like, the thing that starts that... Is like what, like nuclear, like that's. But like, like, think about how you heat your house. Like you use like a furnace. Like if you have like solar panels, like we have like a water thing. Yeah, actually, I don't, maybe now I'm in the area where I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's a boiler. Like it's water. Boil boilers are very prominent. My sister, yeah, good point. Works for a boiler company, um, basically. It's not yeah. coal. Like coal is like you know, like coal. Come on, like we would know about that. You would yeah. see like the black plumes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, if it was in our house, but like it's I wouldn't. No, but I'm sure like giant plants somewhere on you know on a mask that you like need to create a lot of energy or just burning coal. Like that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I just don't since it's out of sight. I don't think about it very often. Okay, do your uh, what were you saying about your coworker? So. My coworker told me to listen to a song. And I was like, okay, cool. And I listened to the song. It's called Returns by a rapper named NF. I had never Nasty heard. fuck? What, what yeah, did the NF I had for? never I had never I didn't do any <laughs> research. I still have not, I never will. Um <laughs> So I'm like, okay, I'll listen to the song because it's like 
whatever. Like, I don't know what it sounds like. Three minutes of your life? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I'm like, I already have the, yeah. And it's like, not bad. It's just one of those, like, like, 25-year-old grew up on Eminem rappers. Yeah. Yep. I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) And like. like, That's a type. That's like a very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, all right, whatever. Like, cool. Like, I don't care about this. <laughs> and I told my, my co-worker, I was like, oh yeah, this is a song. Like, you're like, oh, did you like it? I was like, no, it was just kind of one of those, like, 25-year-olds grew up on Eminem rappers. Oh, you said that to him? <laughs> like, I didn't say that. Like, I'm glad I came up with that shorter vert thing to say. Well, also, it's just more that you know what I'm talking about. He was like, well, what are you talking Like, no, he was like, he's good at rap. I think he's talented. He's good at rapping. And I was like... And then I had to explain why the whole thing became like why twenty five year old group listening to Eminem rappers are not good, <laughs> and I didn't realize like this was like a whole thing like it's like you're... an entire shift like conversation. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like seven thirty a.m. and like I'm working two feet away from this person for like until two p.m. So like just literally never leaving right next to each other this entire time, driving everything. And I'm sitting there, like, well, like, try, it becomes, like, a what do you think lyricism is, like, why do you think this is good, I disagree that this is good, like, and I'll go through these points a little, a little more detail, but, like, I felt like I was almost, I haven't had that kind of argument for so long, like, I thought we were so far past this. And <laughs> that's, it's like, just that's like, like an argument every, like, you're 16, yeah, it's like. Yeah, and it's, like, I guess if you could be from different places and think different things, but whatever, like, I was just, so eventually you're I'm being like. being too apathetic about this, this is actually kind of exciting and funny. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get to the part I actually wrote down, but I, okay, so. <laughs> Eventually, the reason it was it made me angry, like I before I was I was apathetic, right? And then I'm like, and then he was like, and I was like, you told you and Josh told me to listen to like Future and Young Thug, like they're terrible, like they just said the same word. So I'm just like, you're attacking my children at that point. <laughs> like, you're like attacking my parents. Like I'm gonna mur- like, so I ended up getting really mad, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, good. I was waiting actually for explaining. <laughs> This is what I was like, I was like, I just, no, like, yeah. I was trying to be, at, like, I didn't feel like getting angry about this, like, and then, like, he started saying things, and I was like, now you're coming at my heart, and <laughs> I have to fight you, <laughs> like, so, eventually I'm just, like, talking about, like, the concept of words and shit, I'm like, I was like, lyricism isn't a technical ability, first of all. Like, weird, and I was like, have you ever looked up the definition of lyricism? It has nothing to do, like, if you look up the Google definition, it has nothing to do with what you think it is. And I'm, that was one of the first things I said. I was like, technical ability includes more than constant syllables and rhymes. Like, I, why do I have to say this out loud? Like, I was so mad about this entire time. But I was like, I'm still going to write it down. And I was like, finesse has no metrics. For me, lyricism is the feeling you get from the delivery of your the words, and that's what distinguishes just, like, speaking from music. Like, you can't be like, they're just saying the same word over and over again, but if they're, like, singing it, it's just a whole different thing. Like, there's messages and emotions being conveyed just in the tone itself, like, that you're just completely oblivious of. Like, why do I have to explain? You're missing half of the fucking point of the song. And he, I'm like, what is your definition of rap? And he's like, you know, like, writ, like poetry. It's basically poetry, but like over music. Like, you should be able to like read the rap and be like, this is 
good, like, on its own. And I'm just like, that's not at all the point. <laughs> like, do you get the fact that it's, like, recorded? What are you talking about? That is a different medium of art. <laughs> like, you're not even talking about the same thing. And I'm sitting there, do you even know how hip-hop, like, how rap started? Like, no one was rapping. It was literally, like, the DJs in the 70s. And then some random dude would grab a mic and be like, everybody, clap your hands. Like, that was it. That was the extent of the rap. It was to just be, like, mood setting. And just be like, yeah, yeah, woo! Like, literally, like, mood setting and just making noises. Like, yeah, like, whatever. Like, I'm... That's actually a ridiculously good point, though. Like, I actually wasn't... I didn't even think I would have come up with that on my own. That's, like, actually, like... I have that had is like this. how it started. Yeah, it was literally just like that's why I think Supmate like is the best like song the like of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a Grandma, like Grandmaster Flash or whatever. Literally, like, there was like, literally but, in the streets. Like, no, just, like there wasn't even a rapper at the beginning. There was just the, the beats, and then someone was like, maybe like the one. I'm sure a DJ was like, like, hey everybody, how you doing tonight? Like, and that was like <laughs> that was like the beginning of rapping, and that was in like that was like 1973. No one even started rapping for real, for real until Rockin', which was like 1987. So 15 years went by, and it was like, yeah, you had like the basic shit, like in the early 80s, like Rapper's Delight. Like, and that was just like, you were writing like, try and fly, and it was like cool. Like, people were like, whoa! Like, hey, hey, hey. No one invented still cool. Flow that yet. song's great. No, no, it is cool. It's great. Like, it, like if you put that on, people are still gonna be like, yeah, like, because that's the point of fucking music. <laughs> Like, what the you? fuck? I'm literally like ex- like saying all these things out loud for like I've really, like never had to explain these things before. And the guy just dug his heels in the sand and he just wouldn't budge on it. He's fucking heels. And I was like and then he'd be like, I mean I've heard like three future songs. He just kind of repeated himself like and talked about Molly and I was like But and this is some the only reason I was mad is because this is someone that considers himself like an actual hip-hop fan like they've consumed a lot of the music Mm. so they don't have an excuse to just be ignorant was why i was mad i was like you like like this genre like you listen to this shit like you really do and you are like that's why i was was, like actually angry because i was like you can't just be like well i don't know i've never heard it like it just sounds stupid because you're hearing it from far like if my mom said that i'd be like what she what if some random person that was like a little bit yeah, older than me said that. Music. Yeah, yeah. Not in a like, they were like, it was just something they about Molly. I'd be like, well, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, sometimes when people like who are into rap and just like say that, I like, actually sometimes can't even argue with them. But like, that's, right. not, that's not the point he's trying to make. That wasn't the point he was trying to make. No, yeah, this yeah. guy was, this was all about that initial, like, why is this, why do you think this fucking Eminem copycat <laughs> is a good rapper? Like, how have, you, have you not heard this a thousand times? Like, this form of writing is not impressive because there's no, like, emotion being conveyed. It's like, <laughs> writing punchlines and like only like the punchlines are dictated by the one before because you're just trying to like rhyme the last word of your line and then like the next one is just and you're trying to be like i thought about it. like there's just like this parentheses after every line like get it i thought about this like, yeah. <laughs> like fuck you like yeah. you're not actually expressing yourself and then he's like what are you talking about there's like a story and i'm like Stories are not what makes me like happy. Like I don't know, <laughs> that's not a great argument. But he was like, there's, I, I was like, I got the story. Like that, I didn't like miss the concept. That is not what happened. Like this is straight up not a good song because like he's talking about random shit. Yeah, I like try to. Uh, this is this is just 
building off what you said. Like, when I, I try not to talk about music, like, too much, because I found out through trial and a lot of error that, like, people just, just never, never really that good of conversations. Like, this no. is a good conversation, but, like, I'm talking about just, like, with, like, random people or whatever. Like, yeah, like, trying I don't to blame, something that I don't blame anybody for anything. Like, yeah, I, don't, I used to, but now I'm... But like, going to what you said, like, I think for what, like, boils down, like, my taste, like, the fastest, and this isn't, like, groundbreaking, not the only one, like, you'd have to do something, like, different than everybody else or better than everybody else. That's the best way to put that. And then, like, when you're just, like, an Eminem copycat, you're neither. So you're just kind of, like, there, in my opinion. That's, like, the only words I needed. <laughs> <laughs> and then the people who do both are, like, best. Yeah, those are, like, those are, like, my, like, favorites. <laughs> Ideally, we're going for both. Yeah, so you go, you get that XY axis, you go all the way to the top right. <laughs> yeah. And you're just in, like, Frank Ocean land. It's like, wow. Yeah. How'd you do this? <laughs> like, yeah, because you can be different from everybody else, but it's still, like, not that awesome. It's just, like, different. And, like, I, I really respect those people. Yeah, because you're still trying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or you, but then, you like, when even... you get, like, yeah, Frank Ocean territory, we just fly up the other side, where it's also just, like, amazing. Yeah, you're, like, technically incredible, and then yeah. also groundbreaking. Like, it's yeah. just, like, I don't even, like, thank you. This is what I'm looking for. <laughs> but they, you can't expect people to do that. Do you, ever, do you, you look to your mind? I have a little more. I have a little more. <laughs> what else did I write? Words themselves are signifiers and don't contain the whole message being conveyed. I'm also just picturing you, like, furiously writing this down in your notebook. <laughs> yeah. I got my phone. Like, I read it you're on so my mad. phone. You're just like, like your pen, like you're squeezing it so hard. You're like, God, lyricism is not. <laughs> There's like divots in this page for sure. I don't <laughs> want to discourage you from ever doing this again. <laughs> the mental image. I shouldn't even said anything about that. But the mental image is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was like really thinking about this on my train ride home, like. <laughs> so mad like typing it into my phone that's the and best then, you have like an argument like after it's over and then you think of another really good point for it yeah. and like you're on the train and you're just like so fired up you're like oh I wish I would have thought of this on the spot oh like, that happens to me all the time <laughs> yeah I like continue yeah okay then I got into some weird shit like I learned this is some Sam Thompson shit words themselves are signifiers and don't contain the whole message being conveyed delivery is more important it contains more signifiers than the word Specifically in the context of singing, singing slash songs. This also applies to words being spoken in any form. This applies to all communication between any two things that can communicate. Focusing on only words means you are literally missing half of what's going on. Saying the same word over and over again can be very meaningful. Okay. But I started just being like... I completely agree with that. And there's no miss- point in talking about something we're agreeing, so I'm going to take it one step further. Sure. Can you think of an example of somebody who's words are more impactful than their delivery. Do you see what I'm saying? Where it's mm. like flipped. Mm. I bet we could come up with one. I don't have one off the top of my head. There are some. Like, um, a weird one, maybe MF Doom. Mm. Yeah. Because his delivery's a little fucked. But, like, the whole... You're there for the word. Like, you're literally there for the words. Yeah, With MF yeah. Doom. And you're like... Like, I'm always, like, I'm not mad at this guy. Well, first of all, I kind of like the flow. Like, he's not, like, a total idiot, but... Um, sort of, like, common, too, a little bit? Yeah. Just because he, like, his songs are just so long that, like, you kind of, you kind of, like, lose, you kind of, like, lose interest, but, like, what it's he's It's kind of boring. His yeah. delivery, yeah, that's a good example. Like, his words are definitely better than his delivery. Yeah. No, I think it's more common. Well, okay, what, not, did, not you, what did you initially ask? What was your, like... Well, you described that, like, the delivery is almost more important than the words. I was just trying to think of examples where it's flipped. Where rappers are, like, you still like listening to them, but it's flipped? Because, like, there's a lot of rappers where I don't like listening to... It's flipped, but therefore I don't like them. Like... Yeah. 
that's kind of this is an example like or like this guy's words weren't even good. I was so mad. I was like, you're defending, like, you can't even make this argument for this guy. Like, he's not memorable in any way, shape, or form. Like, there are guys who are so good at writing that you can a little bit excuse their What's this rapper's name? I, I just want to get this on record that we just eviscerated him <laughs> 30 minutes of podcasting. N.F. N.F. Okay. He's the type NF, of guy. Fuck no, you! I NF is literally the type of guy that would like make a diss song about us, like the random dudes in the G unit in Chicago, like <laughs> no one cares about. Like NF would like somehow find it. Like if this was, he can't. He can't Google search our voices. Does he have a Twitter? I'll tweet it out. Definitely, probably as yeah. No, I think we definitely should start beef with NF because NF like randomly like threw shade because you know the favorite thing of the Eminem sons is to come at the father like Kendall Roy. So NF, like, made a little diss song for Eminem, and then Eminem, quote-unquote, acknowledged it in a song with, like, two lines and said, like, something vaguely directed at NF, and, like, that made the NF fans, like, go crazy. Like, we should I make think... our diss song at NF. Like, we're, like, he, like, Eminem would <laughs> yeah, be our grandpa. that's exactly what be like, we're, like, we're, like, we're, like, <laughs> exactly. That would be an actually innovative move, and actually funny, and it's really easy to talk shit about this guy, but... <laughs> Also a little cruel. Okay, do you have any uh, grab bag? Grab bag. Okay, so I just got a couple grab bag ones, real short. Um, first one, uh, I guess I'll just read it and you can eat like you're doing. Um, so I had to do some like code of conduct training at work where it's just like those like online like portals where you have to like go into them and like it's like sensitivity training sort of that you have to do like the sexual harassment one okay and then there's just like general just like it's just like they just like ask you multiple choice questions about certain situations and you click stuff and they call it training yeah and it's like usually really obvious what the answer is and you just have to like complete it and then once you're done you're done it's a technicality it's a technicality basically uh but anyway so i was doing the code of conduct one and there was one scenario like they put you in like scenarios and like how would you behave in a certain scenario where it's just like normally just like don't harass the secretary, like you just click that button and like you go through. <laughs> this one was a little more nuanced, uh, and I got it wrong. Ooh. So there's a scenario, it was like Tuesday is Jose's birthday. Like, so you decided to like treat the team with like tacos for to celebrate. Like, is that okay? And I was like, Yeah, that's perfectly reasonable. Everybody likes tacos, right? So I was like, Yep, that's fine. <laughs> I got it wrong. They're yeah, like, they're like, you didn't pick up the Jose signal. But like, they're racist. They said Jose and tacos. Exactly. I don't even fuck like, that. You're like, su- you're like, I'm just, yo, like, tacos sound great. Like, yeah, I was what? like, tacos, like, everybody loves tacos. Like, I was like, dude, fuck dude. yeah, bringing tacos to the office. I'm yeah, the most like, popular guy here. Yeah, I got it wrong. Apparently, you're not allowed to no, do that. You are right. <laughs> you are right. They, the test is setting you up, like, they implied the thing they don't want you to think. Like, they made it a thing. They'd be like, if it was like, it's Karen's birthday and you brought in, like, PB&Js for the team. Like, nope, exactly. that's like a white person food. Like, can't bring it. I was like, like, what? Like, everybody what if it said, PB&Js. what if it said, no, like, you were just like, all right, cool, Jose. You read that as if it was, like, it's Karen's birthday and someone brought in tacos to celebrate. Is this okay? And you're like, oh, yeah, why wouldn't that be okay? Like, people love tacos. You literally were like, Karen and Jose are the same. Which means you're just already, you're too pure for this test. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I had to, like, read about why that was wrong. And I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, okay. Like, I, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was like, I'm never going to bring in tacos anyway. So I don't care whose birthday it is when I do it. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, the, 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 the,
That's so funny. Yeah. So now you get little Kim instead. You walk him every day. This is what we wanted, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing tonight? Uh, nothing. I'm going to do this tomorrow. So, is it Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> what did you think it was? Saturday. <laughs> I feel like Saturday should be two days. Yeah. It is only like 9.40. I feel like it's like midnight for some reason. I usually, I've been only working four days a week for a while, but this week I work five days. It's a whole different ballgame. I didn't work more hours, but I worked more days. I'd probably just choose the hours of the days, right? Well, no, no I, it's not an option anymore. Like, there's not just like 40 hours to be had on the weekend because it's cold out. So now it's like you gotta accumulate them over more days. And, uh, like today when I woke up, I was like, Wow, that was a whole ass week. Like, I'm so glad I don't have to do anything. Like, I was almost like into the weekend. I was like happy I worked more because it made me more into the weekend. Did you not work today? And I used to no quarter okay. And I used to hate. I used to think weekends were very limiting because it was only two days and everyone had the same week. Like most yeah. people have the weekend off, and it's like there's there's just the whole societal structure around it, obviously. And I used to think it was limiting and annoying. And I was, I was like, I want to just do stuff like on a Tuesday. And then I got to do that for a while, and I do enjoy it. But, like, for some reason this week, I was like, damn, this, like, weekend life. <laughs> There's something yeah. really nice about this. It's always, like, the grass is always greener type of idea. Because it's like... Yeah, yeah. Because then, like, when you're in the weekend, like, too long, it's, like, Friday, like, night. You're just like, fuck, I just kind of want to, like, It's, like, relax. basically already Sunday and it's like you get. <laughs> Yeah, you're working your you already see so exactly hard. how it's gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yep, there's like the six hours on Saturday I enjoyed. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> the rest of it, you're just like, yeah, dreading everything. Um, you're right, the grass is just all green. I guess ideally you alternate back and forth so it never gets boring. Also, oh, like wow, the... I thought that was Black Beatles for a second. <laughs> This is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I think Putting this is like... Putting the Snapchat filter on people. This is like, I like League Pass, like they don't go to commercials. Like, cause like you pay for the, to like uh, not have the commercials. Uh-huh. So there's like those like stadium gimmicks that like you would yeah. see. You basically see like the Jumbotron. Yeah, but yeah. it gets really freaky cause like, when the Bulls are at home and you do it, like you kind of like know what they are cause like you've been to a Bulls game before. Right. It's like Benny spilling the popcorn on people. Yeah, yeah. But then when it's like the Charlotte on the road, like you just have to like work with whatever. Like, yeah, whatever like Charlotte's like do. market do yeah. is. Yeah, that was just like Snapchat filters. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's People funny. People weren't paying I mean, attention. Yeah. It's interesting, like, it would be funny to see, like, who has, like, the weirdest stadium gimmicks in the NBA. That's, like, actually part of the reason the Warriors became so possible, like, popular. Because oh. theirs were just so lit. Really? Like, they were, like, wild shit. Like, I mean, like, I mean, obviously, like, Steph Curry is the reason, like, they got popular. It's not, like, the stadium yeah. gimmicks. But they were also, like, the most fun league pass team because they had, like, this DJ who was at, like, every game. <laughs> It was just like nuts and like had this whole persona that like yeah. everybody like like loved. Huh. Like he had like this like unique clothing that he'd wear and like fans would wear it too. <laughs> like it was like a whole big thing. That's interesting. That's like such an interesting story. Like that market of like nobody gave a fuck about the Warriors for like a long time. And they were like such like a 
you were like a diehard fan if you were like a Baron Davis Warriors fan. Yeah, like, you're like, like like cheering for Baron Davis, like trying yeah. to get you an eight seed. Like, like Baron Davis, like is like <laughs> Baron Davis is good, but he's like the I don't know. He's like such a tier two point guard, like tier two star. You It'd know? be like if like Zach Levine like became like a cult hero, which yeah. is like never ever happening. <laughs> he's like fucking Zach Levine. But it was also like, like the perfect market for like Baron Davis. Like it's a small market, and he just like really like ran the team. The, that team was kind of wild too, because they had like Stephen Jackson, who's like a psychopath. They had like Monte Ellis, who's just like a lefty and like just does stupid shit, which is, like, kind of exciting. Yeah. It's weird, though, like, they rebranded, like, their entire franchise, like, with the new look, new squad. I mean, like, what's his name? Steve Kerr? Was he always the coach? No, no, When he came in in the Curry era? Yeah, he, like, he came in, like, right at the right time. It was, like, uh, they had, like, Mark Jackson, who's just, like, an idiot. Um, They got rid of him. Yeah, I think there had to have been, like, an ownership change or something, right? Like, I don't know the exact chat line. Yeah. But, like, they had to have, like, somebody, like, must have bought the team in, like, 2012 and just, like, flipped it. That's ripe for a fucking 30 for 30 if there isn't one already. (laughs) I mean, but it's also, like, I don't really, I don't give a fuck about the Warriors. You know, like, it's interesting, but it's also, like, I feel like they don't need any more media attention than they already have. Oh, I love That was also, like, a weird one, too, because it was, like... Like, Steph Curry was Steph Curry from, like, the moment he came into the league. Yeah. And then, like, I was just at the perfect age. I was, like, a, like a college freshman and sophomore, which meant I could just, like, turn on TNT at 10.30 at night and, like, watch the Warriors because I was yeah, just, like, yeah, yeah. like, what else are you doing at that age? So, like, I was, like, so tired of all of it by the time, like, that actually, like, like the 2016 came around. Yeah. And then you're just, like, yeah, stuck yeah. with, like, the Warriors being the best team. And that, that's really not a good... That's just me kind of being an asshole, I guess. But like, yeah, it was just like, like this is this isn't like new. <laughs> this has like been going on for a while now. So yeah. It's like finally in the finals. I do remember like he went to Davidson, right? And he like had like crazy like forty point games where he like lit it up. And that was when we were in high school. And uh, somebody chirped Chad. Like, no, Steph Curry. <laughs> Which, like, was, like, a chirp at the time, but, like, now it's, like, that would be, like, a compliment. Yeah, like, a very high compliment. Like, he's, like, no fucking man. <laughs> Steph Curry. <laughs> I, like, miss, like, I do sort of miss, like, that culture of just, like, these black people saying the most ridiculous shit, like... I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember we were, like, on a field trip to Vertical Endeavors... And uh, <laughs> and we were like, it was like a gym class, and it was like SOS, like SOS taught the gym class, uh, Adventure Ed. So we're going on the bus to Vertical Endeavors, and we're like pulling out of the school, and we drive by the tennis courts. It was kind of rainy, and it was just like, it's kind of rainy, rain covered, like wet, empty tennis courts. And like, of course, it's empty because it's like raining, and it's like during the school day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're driving by on the bus. And you remember that kid, um, Christian O'Malley, I think his name is? I think I might like know the like South Oak Park guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I can't think of specifically what he looks like. I he definitely like never interacted with him. ran track for like one year. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. And he was like a really ridiculous kid, and I just remember like, the bus is silent, we're driving by the tennis courts, and he just goes, hey, tennis suck. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh. 
Was there like a reaction or is it just like everyone was just so confused? Well, like I was like... in that class with Maliki and I was just like, did you just hear that? <laughs> I feel like if I, I could like text Maliki right now, like, yo, tennis suck. And he'd be like, no, for sure. I remember there was this very specific, very short lived phase where it would be like, name of a person, he a dog. <laughs> and it didn't mean anything. You could say anybody's name. Uh huh. You could yeah. be like, Randy Moss, he a dog. Yeah. Everybody like nodding in agreement, like yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Could be like Joe Flacco, he a dog. <laughs> Everybody like yeah, we know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, there was it was generally that. positive, but like it, it just those things just made perfect sense at the time, but also just no sense in like the yeah. broader context. Toe ass, head ass, toe ass, any of the asses. Yeah, looking ass. I remember Chad told a story one time, he's just like walking down the street on Lake Street, like right by the high school, like over by like Tasty Dog, like that stoplight. Yeah. Or like, I mean, you're still just like right in the vicinity. <laughs> and he said he was just minding his own business. And then just, just this car, people just roll out of the window and started riding on him for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think like, that's where the Steph Curry looking ass came from. There's yeah. like, no peanut head looking ass. Uh-huh. Peanut head. And he's just standing one. there, just like completely defenseless. He's just like, what am I even supposed to do with, like, in this situation? Yeah, like, there's nothing like, you can do. <laughs> I feel like. And then the light just changed and they pulled off. And that was the end of the interaction. Like, no further, like, <laughs> like there was like a bullying thing. This wasn't like a further, like, <laughs> like, like, you know, not a target. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I'm like, let's fuck with this kid really quick, and then just drove off and never thought about it. Again. Yeah, like that's like how people interacted, just like roasting the shit out of each other. Like that was honestly like, if anything, they like wanted to be his friend. You know, like they wanted to work him into the fold. It's just like going back to like the glory days of like the internet when like the internet actually worked and was like funny uh-huh. when you could just like make fun of a famous person and then like you wouldn't there were no repercussions. <laughs> like, it's like as long as like you were punching up, it like didn't matter what you yeah. said to anybody. Yeah. And it was just like fully understood that like you weren't being like a toxic or like mean person. It was just like you were just trying to like make a joke basically. That was like in the early days of Twitter when it was like, Oh, we can talk to famous people on this. Yeah, it's just know, the like, Wild West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the absolute Wild West. I, like, have been seeing these memes. I don't know if they're real, but, like, there's one guy who, like, makes these really mean tweets about Jared Leto. And I think Jared Leto, like, responds, and he's like, leave me the fuck alone. He's like, dude, please stop. <laughs> and the guy just, just, is he, like, completely anonymous? Like, what's his username? Yeah, it's, it's like, just, like uh, some random guy. Yeah, his name is, like, Slim something. Or, like, some shit like that. Let <laughs> him, like, make a tweet that's, like, these are like the top four live action jokers rated and he'll like basically there's like five including the Jared Leto one and he'll just do four and like leave Jared Leto off the list <laughs> and then Jared Leto will be like and like tag him yeah <laughs> it's like just completely antagonizing him yeah like who knows how like he he comes across it but like I don't know I love when you like go to the Bulls game and it's like if the Bulls score over a hundred points, take this coupon and get a free Big Mac, you know, and then That's the best because you could just go to any McDonald's after a game and be mm-hmm. like, hey the Bulls won and scored a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> you just cash the I never as long even... as you had the ticket for that same day, you just cash that in. Yeah, like... I never really thought about that. Yeah. Or even if there's some like diehard Bulls fan working at the register, what are they gonna do? Say no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, because like I remember like being in the game and being like, 
they better get to 100. Like, like everything was riding on that. I cared more about that than, like, the outcome of the actual game. Yeah, that part was more fun than, like, scamming a Big Mac. Yeah, like, the actual, like, rooting for it to, yeah, act, yeah, like, yeah, actually yeah. happen, like, on its own was so much fun. I feel like if I knew that I could just take the ticket regardless of the score, I don't know. See, now I know that. And next time I go, I'm just going to be like, well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, it's also just like, I mean, this is just me not being a good human being, but it's like, what are the consequences of, like, yeah. getting called out at McDonald's for trying to do that? You just you just drive away in your car. <laughs> like, there's no, like, yeah, or I feel like they could you be know, like, You get, like, detained in, like, a McDonald's parking lot. <laughs> like, just, 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 like, try to, like, scam a coupon, yeah. Didn't somebody get... Wasn't there that one weird story, like, a cross-country... We were, like, at a cross-country meet, and, like... Somebody tried to like give like Uman a citizen's arrest. Like For Uman real? was like saying some bullshit, and then the guy like he said to him, he said like, "What don't I have?" And then he was like, "Try to citizen's arrest him, basically." <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember that specific story, but the "What don't I have?" or that quote. Yeah. What don't I have? Oh, I remember that. That was like right in front of the school. It was like a OPRF like coach. Oh. Um, I don't remember. I like kind of, I don't know, we're not going to be able to piece this one together. Dude. Levine. Ooh! <laughs> Sheesh! Like this? He's fucking going hard. He got like benched yesterday and was like complaining about it, so I guess it's... Yeah. I was like, what's his name? 12 for 16 from 3? That's absurd. That like banked deep three though is like just, I don't know. That like almost like it was on purpose, but like it definitely wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like he got very lucky. <laughs> like it was just like a heave, but like it kind of just like went right in. I feel like it's like they're so good that when they like chuck it up, it'll go in at a much higher percentage than like if I was to chuck that shot. Up. You know, like. I, might I, I think that's more. safe to say, yeah. A professional basketball player might yeah. make it a higher clip than you, yeah. From, like, 40 feet away. Yeah, maybe that's not, like, the most insightful comment. <laughs> Have you ever watched, uh, there was, like, that show, like, uh, it was, like, Aziz Ansari, and it was, like, the show about, like, him being, like, a young professional. Yep, I watched that show. Master of None. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had, like, that one conversation where he was talking with Eric Wareheim, and they were basically just like, yeah, like, you can get really good at pool if you practice a lot. <laughs> and then, like, that was, like, sort of, like, the the end of their kind of, like, logical buildup. And they were like, yeah, so basically, like, we've discovered that, like, you can get good at something. If by, you practice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that scene specifically. I did like that show a lot, though. It was, like, one of those shows, like, you didn't want to, like, give, maybe, this is just me being a huge asshole now. But it's almost like you don't want to, like, give people credit for, like, doing the same thing you're doing, like, better than you, almost. You mean, like, he's living his life better than you? No, it's just, like, it just seems like a TV show that, like, uh, this is, I'm not going to be able to explain this. I actually don't even know what I'm trying to say. No, I, this is interesting to me. Some Where it'd be like, it's hard to, like, go around and be like, I love Master of None. You've seen Master of None? <laughs> if it would just be like, yeah, like, we all saw it, like, we all liked it, but, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like, uh, it's like... Like, trying to, like, fantasize, like, their lives into your own. It's just, like, it's... I think I know what you mean. Like, you watch, like you watch that mean. show, and, like, you wish that it was your life. To a certain yeah. extent. Yeah. And that's just, like, and all they do is, like, 
get coffee and like hang out with their friends. Like that's yeah. not like that's like something you just can be doing. Right. I think about and that all the time. Like, it's like something sunny. like you are doing basically, which is like almost why it gets irritating. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like man, I really like these guys' lives. Like why don't I just like do these really? I don't know. I don't know. I think that about always sunny where it's like I would love to just like. I go to the bar, I get, like, a free beer, and then I just, like, insult my friends in, like, terrible, <laughs> terrible ways. <laughs> and then, I'm like, probably closer to that than, like, the Master of None lifestyle, <laughs> where, like, they're actually, like, sort of successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, uh, literally oh, just one of the best shows ever made. Did you watch, like, the new, the new, new season? No, I I'm, I'm only watching whenever they get to Hulu, which is, like... Uh-huh. It's almost like a season and a half behind. Uh-huh. It's like a little bit further back than you'd like. I've only watched like the. Uh-huh. Hey. Uh, Zach Levine's trying to score 50 points in a loss, by the way. That's my guy. <laughs> I thought that bike was like a big ass microphone. And I was like, oh, I thought you guys like literally recorded this on an iPhone. 